Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Wife Me Up. I'm your host, Megan Faulkner, and I am so glad we are all together today for episode eight of season two. This season, we've been taking time and introducing everyone to some people who are really good at creating things for others to enjoy. Each episode, we've been having guests and hearing their stories and learning from them about what they create in the world for others to enjoy and how that connects to our lives and makes us better. It has been so fun to invite others into what we love here, creating things for other people to enjoy. I have to tell you, I have been taking notes during these interviews because these guests have been so full of wisdom and make me want to be a better person. And friends, today is no different. Our next guest for season two is one of the most talented people I've encountered quite possibly in my lifetime. Elena Cooper is a 24-year-old New Jersey-based musician, music producer, making her way in the world of audio with a smile and a song. Elena's EP, Born Like a Feather, can be found on Apple Music, Spotify, among other streaming platforms, and her production ears are on more projects than I could ever tell you about. You know, the tagline of Wife Me Up is, this isn't about what you think it's about, and today's episode is exactly that. Elena and I have a conversation about music and production that leads to just so, so, so much more. So if you're a person with a heartbeat, this episode is for you. It's not really about music and production, and Elena talks about that a lot in this episode. What we do really isn't about us. She is just so refreshing to talk to and to learn from, and I know you will love this conversation. Hey, remember to also stick around at the end of the show for Megan Recommends, the segment where we share with you about some things that are bright spots in the world for season two, our guests will actually be the recommenders. So it's only kind of Megan recommends, but it has been so fun. And Elena has an awesome recommendation for you today that I know you'll love. And before we get started, remember, Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show will provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories, to not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask, to tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible, create things for others to enjoy because what actually is life if it's not shared it is thursday june 3rd 2021 happy thursday everyone and please welcome our awesome guest for today singer songwriter producer of lots of things including this very podcast right now, <laughs> Elena Cooper. Elena, welcome. Hi. I'm, so, I'm waving to a microphone. You are. I'm so <laughs> pumped you're here today. I'm pumped to be here. Listeners, what you should know is that Elena just fixed many audio issues when she walked in to record this podcast today, and my smile is so big. I'm so happy right now. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, Megan. <laughs> She's just proving her <clears throat> worth. <laughs> in the first 10 seconds, she walked in the door. Um, so, Alina, let's get started. Yes. Can you just give us like a simple bio, background, who you are, what you do in the world, why we should listen to you right now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Elena. Um, musician, first and foremost. Yes. Uh, went to school for audio engineering, made a career out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, I currently 
make money by recording audiobooks. And then I go home, and if I'm not asleep, I make music. Otherwise, I'm sleeping. <laughs> That's awesome. That's my I life. I ride the train into the city. Mm -hmm. I work. I come home, I either make music or I don't. Yeah. I've started making my train rides rather lucrative, actually. Oh, yeah? People, what do you like, send me stuff to, like... Edit and... Well, not even edit. Just, to? like, yeah, just listen to and give feedback. Consult. Oh. That's the word I'm looking for. A consult, if yeah. you will. So I'll listen. I literally did, like, David has been sending me stuff. David Robson has been sending me music. Selena's friend. Yeah, good well, friend. Well, mine, too. <laughs> a, a an acquaintance to both. A friend to many. Um, but like people will just send me music and I'll just take notes and be like, oh, maybe do these things to it. And then I that's cool. send it away. And that's how I make my train rides productive. You should start charging people. I should. I should. I should start charging people for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. But I just don't feel like it. <laughs> too many, too many lines. Too many pals. Yeah. Too, too many, many pals. pals. Trying to make it in the world. Yeah. Well, Elena's a genius um, in terms of music. If you've ever heard her, you know how incredible she is. And uh, I think she's a genius because she just fixed my microphone. So <laughs> I'm just going to start there. But Elena, I know you listen to Wife Me Up sometimes. Yes. And this season is all about hosting guests who create things for other people to enjoy. That's what we love here. And you do that really well in how you create music, how you write music, how you share music with the people around you and how you produce. You created something for me to enjoy right this morning with this little <laughs> microphone fix. So can you just tell us a little bit about your music story, how you got started, what it's morphed into and what's kind of motivated that okay. along the way? Well, first, I think it it's important to draw attention to the fact that you've been able to make an entire season off of incredible creative people that you surround yourself with. So Aww. I need to commend you on that. Thank you. Good people around like you, my friend. Sharing good people with the world. I know. It's a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. Um, in praising you, I just forgot what I'm supposed to be talking about. Oh, it's about your music story? <laughs> oh, yeah, I have that. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, um, I grew up playing music all the time, um, singing in like choir and in school and in church. Um, and then I got a piano when I was eight mm -hmm. um, through family moving and needing a home for their piano. So we got a piano and I started taking lessons when I was in the second grade. And I went, this is really fun. I really like this a whole <laughs> lot. And then my teacher saw that I liked playing jazz more than I liked playing Bach. And he was like, oh, you're gonna just enjoy making music oh. now that you have the, the skill set that you need. Uh, and then when I was 10, I started playing the saxophone. And then I wanted a guitar and I started playing the guitar and it kind of just snowballed from there. Yeah. Um, it got to the point where when I was in high school, like at least once a year, like that was a gift was like, let's get her ukulele. Let's see if she can play this Yeah. Thing. It, it became a running joke that like, so the year that I got my guitar for Christmas, I got it at like maybe nine in the morning, 10 in the morning. And then my family came over and by two o'clock I was playing Here Comes the Sun. You had a song for that. Exactly. Yeah. I had to be prepared to perform that right. afternoon. <laughs> like, I am ready. I'm ready. I'm here. Where's my spotlight? Um, listen, living room, Where's, it's time to jam. Where's my Your mom's like, uh. <laughs> my mom's just rolling her eyes in the background like, what have I done? Yeah. That's awesome. And so now, like, that kind of took off through high school, through college. Yeah. You decided to study some 
kind of nuances of music in terms of yeah, audio engineering exactly. and production. Yeah, absolutely. So I once we had to have the scary, what do you do in college conversation? And I kind of had <laughs> to acknowledge all I'm good at is music. What do I do? That's terrifying. Right. I realized, well, I can find the technical skills to take what I make and make it into a tangible thing for people to have. Yeah. And that's a skill that I can provide for other people. That's a service I can do for people and yeah. monetize off of. Yeah. So I went to school for audio engineering where I realized I could do this for so many things and not just making music. Yeah. And they all kind of made me happy. Like I was doing like voiceover stuff for short films in college. And I was like, this is so much fun. Right. I'm loving this. I'm loving just being able to use my skills, to, like tell stories and make art in whatever form it is. Right. Um, and then that's kind of what t- took me to New York where I recorded audiobooks mm-hmm. by day. By day. By day. And do friend songs on the trains yeah, by night. Exactly. <laughs> or early morning. Yeah. Early morning, <laughs> late night. Literally yesterday was the first time that I sat down at an instrument for myself in a very long time. And it was just mm. such a nice feeling. You're like, I'm just here for me. Yeah, I'm just here. I'm gonna yeah. play some tunes. Nobody's listening. Yeah. I'm not trying to make anything of it. I'm just playing and expressing and it's nice. Now, when you talked about when you were little, mm-hmm. um, that especially that Christmas, like you're like, I'm gonna have something ready. Yeah. Was that like a self-motivated thing? Or were oh, your absolutely. parents kind of pushing? No, they rolled their eyes every time. Oh, that's amazing. They, you just had this thing in you that yeah, like, I must so share baffled by it because I would yeah I was just so excited by every new like outlet for creating every new outlet for like this is a way that I can express myself and communicate what I'm feeling yeah and just like celebrate all of the good things like this is such a great way to do that yeah and so every time I would like listen to music I'd be like oh the bass is what's really making this track I need to learn how to play the bass or like, oh, I love the drum solo in this. I need to learn to play the drums. So it got to the point where I just needed to be able to make all of those things yeah. and do it. You're like, I have to do this. Yeah, exactly. Do you know your Enneagram? I do, but I forget it. Oh, it's okay. the It's the one, she's the little green gal. Oh, I don't know. She goes off into the woods. She has like a walking stick in the picture. Oh, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's the one that when you... people see it and they're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you would potentially be the achiever because of that, but maybe mm-hmm. you have some achiever tendencies. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so is your is your family musical or? My dad is very musical okay. in, he loves music. He's, he's the one that like raised me to like listen to really good music. Okay, and cool. like he played, like, like he taught himself to play the guitar and the bass and he was in a band when he was younger. So probably lots of different music in your house exactly, growing up. You're yeah. exposed to a lot, yeah. not just one genre of something. Oh, absolutely not. Right. It was weekends with my grandparents where we would listen to jazz and Frank Sinatra. And Amazing. then in the car with my dad where we'd listen to the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. And then I'd go to school and try to fit in and be like, what's Bowling for soup. Pop songs. (laughs) What are all the lyrics to 1985? (laughs) And then I'd learn them and it wouldn't be cool anymore. Oh my gosh, 1985. (laughs) It's such a good good. song. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, never, never one thing. And I think that really shaped the way that I approach music now because I really don't like pigeonhole when I'm making music. I'm like, let's pull from seven different places. Yeah. And make it into one thing. And that's probably 
kind of a seamless transition into audio engineering and production because yeah. you're not listening with this mind of like, oh, I only listen to pop or I'm only into country, right, I'm only into exactly. Bach, like yeah. whatever it is. You can say, okay, there's all of these things and, and these sounds from these genres are really cool. So let's put them and make this like cool, really cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. How would you describe your, um, so Elena has an, an album that's out, an EP. I do, yeah. Um, that's out and we'll link it in our show notes and you should definitely listen to it because it's good. I listen to it a lot. Do um, you really? I do. I love it. Oh. Yeah. It's like my like cruising song. Like I like, put it on the car and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to listen to this while oh. I like drive. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, no, I lost it. I have oh, Elena album. has an album. Oh yeah. How, wow. Wow. I'm back. <laughs> Welcome friends. We're glad you're here. <laughs> Um, how would you describe your style? Like if you, or if you're pulling from all of these places to create this music, yeah. What would, like if someone was like, Alina, label this album. Yeah. Could you? I don't know that I could, honestly. Yeah. Um, when I do have to discuss that album, I, I just preface it with it is a concept album. Cause sure. first and foremost, that is what it is. Yep. Um, you don't realize it off the bat, but it's following the narrative of Around the World in 80 Days by Jules Verne. Oh, yeah. wait, I never realized yeah, that. Yeah, there's the, That's oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's, That's really cool. I needed to, so my album was my senior thesis in college. Um, so I needed to find a way to utilize all of these skills that I had. Mm -hmm. And I realized like, I can write a whole album, but it would be easier to have a jumping off point that I'm like very well versed in. Yeah. And I also, the reason that that's the route that I went, it was in the middle of my parents selling my childhood home. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. So yes. that whole senior year of college, I'm like going through all my boxes and going through my room and cleaning out all my stuff, which is like I... a weirdly cathartic thing to do when you're graduating college. Sure. It's like a very definitive <laughs> yeah, ending. Like exactly. this season ends here. Yep. This yeah. is the end of the childhood times. Yes. Time to officially, on all accounts, wow. leave it all behind and move on. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, I found my DVD of Around the World in 80 Days, which I loved when I was younger. Yeah. The, the, the version from the 50s, mind you, not the Disney version. Right. With Jackie Chan. Right. I've never even the watched The original it. version. The OG. Yeah. Three and a half hour long, two disc. Yes. Film. <laughs> and I loved it, but I don't know that I really even like processed what it was. Sure. Like I was just like, this is fun. They're doing silly things and there's right. pretty shots of hot air balloons. Yeah, and you're like, great. So it was like a weird like, oh, aha moment, I guess. Right. And so I had this thing and I was like, this checks all the boxes of what I'm looking for in the story that I want to tell. Yeah. And so I was able to take that narrative is like a blueprint and like find the ways that I related to it. And I really like, you can tell that I've had to pitch and present this album before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I found all the quiet moments in the chaos of this story and I yeah. turned them into songs. And it's, it's seven tracks and there's only like four of them that actually have lyrics, four or five of them. Yep. Five of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, they really are all kinds of different things like there's yeah. like ambient soundscapey stuff yeah. there's like jamming in the car bopping stuff yeah. there's like love songs with string quartets there's like yeah, cinematic it is very eclectic it's very eclectic yeah. but it all 
fits. It does. Because of the, like, intrinsic nature of what binds them all together. Right. So... I couldn't just sit here and be like, oh, it's a rock album. Like, right. oh, it's a pop album. Like, it's the closest I can get to, like, a genre is probably, like, singer-songwriter. Yeah. Um, which if I you had to. think, yeah, if I yeah. had to, it makes sense. But it's it's a concept album. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Yeah, we'll definitely link it in the show notes so that you guys can have um, quick access to it. And and I promise you, you're going to want to listen. It's, it's like, one of my favorites. It's so good. Um, so along those lines, and you you kind of started like talking about this and like your your move and whatever. Yeah. Um, but what's a challenge that you've had? And maybe maybe it has nothing to do with this album. Maybe it's something else. But a challenge that you've had in your music, your production career, and how have you overcome that challenge? Like, tell us a success story because yeah. I I do believe that there are people in your shoes maybe even five, six years ago who maybe are like struggling to be like, is this the market that I want to be in? Yeah, is absolutely. this the lane that I should drive, you know, this music car, this production car in? So what? tell us a, a success. Yeah, honestly, the reality of the situation is the success is the first time that I got a paycheck for doing audio. Right. Because like my entire upbringing, it was, I don't know exactly which avenue I want to take. Sure. Cause like I can make the music, yeah. I can record the music, I can edit the music, I can mix the music, I can do all the things. Yeah. But like, where do I want to like focus my efforts? And in that being the case, like, you know, all through college, you kind of take little gigs here and there, but you're a student and you feel like you don't have any right to be charging people <laughs> because like, I'm, I'm learning. trash at what I do, but I can <laughs> right. do it and you don't know how to turn on a computer, Right. but I can at least press record, mm -hmm. but it's nothing that I'm going to ask you money to do because I'm gaining experience right. from it. So the first day that I came home from my audiobook job, with a check in my hands, I was like, hold on a second. I was, I, this is an I made it kind of moment. Yeah. Even though it was not a very large paycheck. It still it was, was a, a paycheck, paycheck that I yeah. got doing audio. Yeah. You know, I've had so many side jobs. I was a waitress. I was a barista. I worked right. in a Goodwill warehouse. Right. You know, I did all these little things so that I could survive like, survive while yeah. like harnessing those other skills yeah and that was the first moment that i was like i have like a steady thing yeah with the thing that i want to do yeah that's my story wait i love that and and i think it's important for people to realize too whatever kind of lane we're in whether it's music or creation or any creative lane yeah. really that there's a persistence that's needed oh yeah and and there's like this work ethic that's like and and even you and your story are saying like i didn't know where i was going and then i landed this thing and yeah. it's been super cool for me elena before um listeners before we hit record <laughs> elena was telling me a story how she was in her um studio at work and she works with SAG actors and all kinds of different people who have made it essentially um, right. reading these books and um, authors and, and people who are on Broadway and in other big shows and um, that there are people in the studio and she's like, I made it too. Yeah. Like you you made it, but I made it. Like I'm in this studio, just like you're in this studio. Yeah, We're exactly. in the same place. And I think that's really cool because if we can see each other through that lens, like you're here and I'm here. 
and we're both doing this thing, I think it can maybe kind of change some culture around creation yeah. for, for other people. Absolutely. Just like, I see you yeah. and I, I see that you worked hard to make it. Yeah. I love it. I love that you're like, I'm in the studio too. I'm here. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's definitely very true. There is and inherent like that first day or week of doing something sure. where you feel like, do I deserve to be here? Yeah. Like I'm just this little country bumpkin right. who found her way into a studio who doesn't know any of these people. I don't know right. that you know Catherine O'Hara. I don't oh, know right. that you do these things. I don't things know who your best friend show. is. Yeah, and, I don't yeah. know that you used to get drinks with Christopher Plummer, but now right. I do. Right. But I, I'm here too, you know? Right. I made my way into this same studio that, that you're, you're in. in. Yeah. yeah. I think that's super cool. I love that, like, I'm here too. Like, yeah, we're on this thing. So if you could speak directly to other musicians, producers, people listening, and, and share one thing that they could do this week to start or enhance a project, what would you encourage them to do? Like a practical takeaway step. Yeah. Um, it almost sounds it almost sounds so obvious but it's to listen mm. like the amount of times that i'm in a creative space or not even a creative space but just a space where people are exchanging ideas and thoughts and it's so it almost makes sense that it is our nature to make our voice heard and make what we are seeing and what we want something to look like or sound like be the front main yeah. obvious choice. Right. And like, especially when it comes to like creating and music and stuff, like there's only so far you yourself can take you an idea that yeah. you can take you. Yeah. And like what I'm capable of is unlimited. But part of that is because I have unlimited resources around me right. in the people around me. Right. So like when I work with artists, like when I'm making music and someone comes to me and wants to build a song or build an album or something, it's my instinct to take the reins and make it something that I would make it. For that, that you think it should sound Exactly. Like. Right. But it's their music. Right. I'm here to make your music. Yeah. And I think that kind of flows in with this whole making things for other people, yeah. creating things for other people. Yeah. Is it's something I'm proud of. It's sure. something that I'm happy to be attached to. Right. But it's your thing. Right. We're working on your thing together. Yeah. Like I if, love that. Yeah. And and what if we spent our time like really elevating others? Yeah, exactly. I I do, and I I've said this before. Like I I actually believe the world will change if we do that. Yeah. Like if I'm not so me focused, mm -hmm. I can be you focused today, and this person focused tomorrow, or whatever. Like you're just saying, like I want to elevate somebody else's story. Yeah. Then I do think the world would be at least happier. Absolutely. <laughs> There's it's such a. There was a day that I kind of had this realization that the moments when I want to talk the most are the moments when I should be listening the most. Mm. Like when there's something just fighting its way out my mouth, that's when I want to fight the hardest to hold it back and just listen. That's really wise. And if by the end of that, I still am chomping at the bit to say what I got to say, I'm going to say it. Right. But I'm going to listen to you first. Right. Yeah, that's really good. And and that can go for literally anybody, anywhere. Anybody, anything, anywhere, anytime. Right. 
from the cashier to the yeah. gas pump attendant to your family Absolutely. to your children, whoever. Like, yeah. And that just builds such a trust too. Right. Yeah. Right. If I know I'm going to be listened to, I'm more likely to invite that person into whatever vulnerable moment I'm having, yeah. whether it's in something I'm creating or a thought I'm thinking, or I just want to work through something without being judged or yeah. thought about for verbally processing. I, I'm not a very good verbal processor. Me like either. I internalize <laughs> everything and then I come to a conclusion and I share it. Yeah. But I do think that the people, you're exactly right, the people that I will process with are people that I absolutely trust yep. because I know they've listened to me absolutely. before. And they know you and understand you. Correct. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. You are so smart. Thanks. Um, last question. What is one thing that you know about God now as a result of this career that you maybe didn't know or understand about him before? Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I always, I actually reference a lot. There was a week that you were preaching. Oh boy. So sorry. <laughs> no, no one go back and listen. No, no, no. It was a great one. Um, it was a week that you were preaching on the boardwalk and you were kind of discussing how there's obstacle, like there's always going to be obstacles mm -hmm. and there's always going to be things stopping you from what you think you're trying to do. Oh yeah. Interruptions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. And in those moments, are where you kind of can step back and try to hear what God is trying to tell you. Yeah. And immediately after that service. So I, when we're on the boardwalk, yep. I drive down Ocean Avenue and I like have my windows down and I'm listening to music and I'm kind of just decompressing, taking it all in. Yep. And that was a morning that I caught the drawbridge. Uh, and I was like, ugh. Like, I want to go get my coffee. Like, I have yeah. like all, all these things that I'm trying to get to. And there was this interruption. Oh, interesting. Immediately after, this is what you preached on. And You're like, I was like, okay. And then I was like, I see you, Megan. I see you, God. I see you, everyone who's trying to like shake me, me away from message. this morning. And I see people do this quite a bit, but I've never done it. And I, so we're, I was one of the first cars in the line and it was the big, long procession of fishing boats going out for the day. Yeah. And I turned my car off yep. and I got out yep. and I just kind of like took in the beach Ugh. and took in the morning and I found God in that interruption. Yeah. And I think that that is something that I have been able to kind of carry into this what season. I do yeah. and this part of my life. Oh, I love and that. And there's, we've, we've had also another conversation. It's kind of a similar concept where God knows how to reach you loudest. Yeah. Yep. And with me, that's through music a lot of the time. Sure. So having these moments that almost seem too perfect. Yeah. That I'm like, I see you. I see <laughs> thank, what you're thank doing. Thank you. Thank I you for showing up. <laughs> you. I understand your sense of humor. I see you. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate you being on my side today. You're like God's biggest cheerleader. God, like, you, you're, you're doing great. It's, it's so having that mentality of there's always going to be these moments of, oh, right. And I think this past year has definitely proven one big sigh, one big, oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was just getting my footing. I just right. got this job. I just moved out. Right. And then here was this massive interruption Ooh. in a global <laughs> pandemic. And 
there's always going to be those things. And we, they're yeah. not always as obvious as the sure. entire world coming to a standstill. Right. But having those moments to kind of stop and take stock and find what are we trying, what's trying to present itself to me through this? Yeah. Yeah, what do I need to reason. learn? What do I exactly. need to know? Yeah. And that applies to all the things, but it's definitely helped me like have the patience and the will to find that footing in a career. Yeah. And in life in general, but Oh, sure. But that was a big, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you are like you have learned and are continuing to learn that God meets you in the interruption. Right, exactly. And you're like, I don't necessarily feel good about this. I don't I don't always like it. Yeah. But I know he's gonna be present. I know he's gonna show up. Yeah. There. It's I those record stop moments. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh okay. All right. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. I'm ready. What do What's you have for on? me today? I'm prepared. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm, thank you for meeting me here today in this place, in this time, in this space. What are we doing? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, Elena, thank you so much for being here today. No, I don't want it to be over. And wipe me up. <laughs> well, listeners, stick around oh. because we will see you at Megan Recommends. Yes, we'll and see Elena you there. has an awesome recommendation for you. But in the meantime, I hope you had some takeaways from today, um, specifically in. Elena's wisdom about listening, being a listener, and looking for God in those interruptions. So thanks for being here. Thank you, Megan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Megan Recommends, just a little place to share the things that are making my world brighter and better in hopes that they will make your world brighter and better, too. (laughs) (laughs) So today, Megan recommends listening to Elena. Elena, what do you have for recommendation for our Wife Me Up fam today? I just realized I need to recommend waving at a microphone. You do. Because I do it every time, (laughs) and it makes me feel happy. Um, My Elena recommends... Well, first off, I gotta recommend Dodie. Yeah. I gotta. Yeah. Um, little British singer-songwriter that if you've ever felt a feeling and you've been like, no one's ever felt this feeling before, she's felt it and she's made a song out of it. Absolutely true. Incredible. Check um, her out. Yep. If you need to cry, cry, go to Dodie. If you need to bop, there's a couple in there. There's a couple bops. Um, speaking of bopping, my actual <laughs> Elena recommends is dancing it out. Um, mm-hmm. You know. One of the things that I am most quiet about in my life is that I am Grey's Anatomy trash. <laughs> I don't share this with many people, but I adore Grey's Anatomy. Who does it? Do people not? Because I adore oh, people it. like shame people <gasps> who love Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I love Grey's Anatomy. Fantastic. You're, if you are a Grey's Anatomy shamer, this is not the place for you. Nope. And if you stopped around like season twelve, I understand. It's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Go off about your day. Mm-hmm. I still watch it. Um, but a classic Meredith Christina dance it out moment is very important. Mm -hmm. And boy, oh boy, did it get me through quarantine. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. I made, so I have a very long running dance it out playlist. Is it on? It's not. What is it on? It's on Apple Music. But you can send a link? I don't know. I've never tried. I'm going to look up. If we can send a link to the Dance It Out playlist, we will promote it. There's a strong chance you're cutting this part out. I don't know that you can. (laughs) But if we can't, 
you make your own dance it out playlist. Yeah, make your own, and that's a very. I feel like dance it out playlists are a very personal. You know, thing you're right. At, at the right. same time, I shouldn't have made you I will, share. No, no, no. I will happily share mine. It's great, and it's got mm-hmm. many different facets of dancing it out. Um, but it it honestly started before quarantine even was a thing. It started mm-hmm. February of 2020. Um, after being delicately placed to the curb the day before Valentine's Day, mm. um, myself and my curb. heart onto the curb. Um, just delicate, just a delicate place. It wasn't really like a whole like breakup thing. It was just right. like I don't think we We're need to continue here. talking to each other. Right. And I was like, okay, but you know, February thirteenth. Yeah, you still feel feelings. Isn't about that. the best day to do that when no. the next day is Valentine's Day. Correct. Um, but you know, I was like, I'm gonna make the most out of this. Yeah. I took myself to a movie. I got myself sushi. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna make a playlist called Dance It Out. And there were like five songs on it that I danced out to, and now there's like over 200. And you just turn it on. And you just turn it on, you shuffle it, and you instantly feel like you are in the like one movie montage scene of every movie where, where they're, they're like dancing, yeah. where they're trying on clothes at the mall, where they're in the convertible. Like you are in that scene. So I'm a very big believer in just like, I'm gonna have a Krista moment. You know, your body holds tension it and does. stress and releasing that yep. is great yep. to do for your body, for your mind, for your soul, for your spirit. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's just a wonderful feeling. And yeah. it's great to drive to. Mm. If you need to like scream sing, scream dance sing. it out playlist. Dance it out scream playlist. sing, dance it out, release through music. How on brand for you. Can you imagine that I I would have a music related (laughs) thing to share with the folks? I love it. Cook your own soup. That's my. Cook your own soup. That's my advice. Recommending a dance it out playlist. Wait, I like it. I dance in my kitchen all the time. Oh, yeah. I Mm -hmm. had a professor in college who. I went to school for audio stuff, so sure. I had very eclectic professors yeah. for eclectic courses. And my professor for my rock since the mid '60s class. Oh, since the mid. Yes, so beginning at like 1965 Amazing. onward through like the '90s. Um, started class one day, and he was like, "You guys need to dance more." And we were like, "What?" And he was like, "I just, you know, turned on some tunes and danced in the kitchen with my wife all last night, and you guys need to dance more." You're if like, there is a moment in your life where you're not doing anything, turn on music and dance instead. And we were like, all right, okay. Bruce, <laughs> you got it. Bruce recommends. Bruce recommends <laughs> dancing in the kitchen with your wife. And Elena recommends just, just dancing, dancing. Wherever you are. In the kitchen with yourself, with your pals. Ah, oh, I miss dancing in the kitchen with my pals. Right. That was like a prime Remember life. dancing in the Remember kitchen? Remember dancing the in the kitchen? And the worst part is all of my pals who I danced in the kitchen with, they're going to be like, ah. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. But everyone else is like, just dance. What right. are you going on about? I love it. So friends, we hope you move this week. We hope yeah. you dance specifically that you dance it out. Yeah. And make yourself a playlist with some good bops on it. Yeah. Whatever you like, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Amazing. Thanks for the recommendation. You're welcome. <laughs>